Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reinald Show, we have a very special guest, the one and only Tony Gentilcore. The Ask Mike Reinald Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ask Mike Reinald Show. We have a very, very, very special episode today. We have a... Look at that. How many times did I say very? Very. The more times you say very, the more very... You could have just said it with wicked special guest. Wicked. Lenny says wicked. Sum it up right there. Uh, We have a a special guest today, Tony Gentilcore. In the house, we are super excited to have him, but Tony and I, good friends, we've been talking about this for a while, but Tony, you've been listening to the podcast? Oh, I love it. I I sit at home, I'm I'm checking Twitter, and I see the new podcast go up, I watch it, I love it. Love it. Good job with it. So, t- so hence why I wanted to come on. I wanted to be part of the, the party. Well, we wanted to share it too because we've got some questions about deadlifts oh. today. <laughs> Not biceps? Come on. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, t- Tony's here, you know, another local guy here, great strength coach. Tony, where can uh, where can we find out more about you? Uh, home base for me is, is TonyGeneralCore.com. That's uh, articles, blogs, services, everything like that. So my pictures of my cat. Nice. Uh, every, everything true story. you ever want about me is is on my website. So, and what are you doing now? What, what are you right now? I am uh, basically subleasing space, a small space in Brookline, and uh, training a lot more general pop clients now, which is kind of refreshing. Um, training pro athletes for the past, you know, seven eight years, which is still great, but kind of going back to my grassroots a little bit and get a little bit more variety with uh, with coaching people. So, uh, and I'm training out of there, doing semi private. I'll train two to four people at a time, write their programs, they get after it, listen to electric electric music, and let's do some fist pumps and go. Yeah, lots of techno going on. <laughs> yes. right? Lots of techno. That was the biggest thing, so... Well, I, I hear I hear at Cresty now that I'm not there. You know, I'll make a cameo here and there. The the music's not quite as on on point as uh, when I was there. I don't know what the definition of on point is. <laughs> so, so I'll tell you from my experience at Cresty Performance, we have gone from what I like. Eric and I, I think, are on the same page right. with the hard Lincoln rock. Park and oh, I want a deadlift to Disturbed. I don't want yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I don't want a deadlift to uh, techno elevator music. Yeah, or you know, or old school hip hop tribe. No, I'll give you that. A little Cypress Hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like a little yeah. I like it. All right, good episode. So Tony's going to join us here on this one. We got Lenny McCrina, Dave Tilly, Kiefer Lammy. Everybody's in the house. We got Nick. Nick is joining us again. Sir Nick a lot. Uh, was it Nick's a lot? Sir Nick's a lot, right? Because he can't be. I'm just going fast. So obviously, Sir Nick's a lot's in the house, but Nick, PT student from BU, is here to join us. So. Let's uh, let's get started, Nick. All right. First question, David from Madrid, Spain. Should an athlete squeeze the glutes hard at the top of the squat and deadlift, or could it create some dangerous lumbar flexion? Whoa! So we've got a glute. That's a deep one. Does squeezing your glutes hard at the top of a let's just say deadlift or whatever cause problems with your back? 
Um, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I, I, think people, I think people need to use their glutes. I, I do. I do think people tend to overcompensate and they're trying to win, and they're like squeezing for for all death at the top, which can which can cause a bunch of problems moving forward. But um, you know, I, I, I definitely don't feel like people need to. It's going to hurt their back or anything like that. I'm squeezing my glutes really hard right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm okay. He's going to make I'm it. Good. Lenny McCreen, everyone. Uh, so, all right, let me ask you guys, Kiefer and Tony, then. Um, is that is that a coaching cue? Do you, do you tell them to squeeze their glutes at the top? Oh, it depends. I mean, certainly. I mean, I'm I'm a very hands-on coach, so I mean, there's a little bit of. You know, hands on the poking, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> that's right. you know, it, it, within reason, like, you know, it's, it's PG-13, so <laughs> nothing, nothing creepy, <laughs> right, no, um, but, I mean, certainly if, if I, if I, I've had clients and athletes in who aren't engaging their groups, their boots to the, uh, to the top capacity, I might say, hey, you know, finish tall, squeeze walnut, you know, but at the same time, I, I, Dr. Evan Osar out in Chicago, he talks a lot about people over tensing the glutes that, and, and causing a lot of tone and you know, getting a little bit more um, uh, T-spine, TL junction issues going on. So, right. um, you know, I guess it's, it's it, again, it depends. Yeah. But keep firm. Yeah. yeah. I think there's kind of a difference. Like we use the cue for somebody that might not be finishing all the way through the deadlift. Right. It's like, I think his question is, is it an issue of going into lumbar flexion? Like that's a little bit different than squeezing your butt together at the top. If you're having somebody come all the way through. Which sure seems like lumbar extension. Yeah, that's, that's Right. That's an aggressive glute squeeze. If you got the right <laughs> to play, you're going all the way through. <laughs> there's another problem going on. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, that's true. I just my head was thinking lumbar extension, but uh, you know, I, another thing to consider biomechanically here too is that remember, there's two motions here: the hip extends and the back extends. They kind of do it together. So, uh, perhaps you have some mobility restrictions with hip extension. You might be overcompensating with your low back, but mm-hmm. I, I guess you you want to fully squeeze the glutes to get the full motion out of it, but not compensate and then go extra with right. back extension. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe I agree with that. maybe that's the Thumbs answer. Up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was yeah, good. All right, Nick. All right, Mark. <laughs> Mark from California. He says he's really enjoying the show so far. Thanks, that's, Mark. That's nice. Uh, any suggestions for transitioning from insurance-based practice to cash-based? What marketing approaches do patients seem to respond to well and not so well? What, so what marketing approaches do patients seem to respond to well to transition from insurance to cash? So I'm going to jump right in and just say it's not, it's not marketing, it's outcomes. It's, it's what you give. It's a service-based industry. Um, if you're jumping in and, and you think you need a marketing scheme for your cash-based practice, I think you've maybe you've you've jumped a step. I think it's about good outcomes, good good care, good work with people, and then I, with cash-based service for PT, it's all about it's all about internal stuff. It's about having connections with people like Tony that that know that we can help some of his clients and we share clients and you know stuff like that, right? Like um, I, I I think if if you're worried about marketing. For cash base, I think it's it's your outcomes, but Len... Yeah, we don't really, this is going to sound weird, but we don't really market, like, we're not throwing stuff out on Facebook for PT. We're not going out and trying to go crazy with the crazy marketing budget. It's word of mouth, it's having a good base, good relationship with strength coaches, personal trainers, and, and docs as well, but our primary referral source are these guys, like Tony, uh, and, and, and area strength coaches that trust us, clients see that they get better with us. Um, 
and it shows value. And then they talk to their friends and say, no, you got to go there because they're going to get you better in this amount of time or they're going to, they do this stuff, they do these techniques and they go back to the strength coach and say, I had a great experience. You need to send more people to those guys. So just, just give, give better, but Dave, you just, just came from, you just made the transition from insurance to cash base with joining us here at champion. Uh, What was your biggest, uh, what, how how did, I mean, his caseload's full in like two weeks. Um, but you know, uh, how'd you market that? I didn't really. I mean, I mean, I, like like Lenny said, I think the biggest thing is you provide a good service, and you be like people actually know that you care about them, and you want to get them better, and you're there for them. Accessibility is a huge. And we talked about is like now, so I'm more available via email, text message. You know, if people need something, comes up. If I see you once a week and something comes up halfway in the week, like they really enjoy when like, oh, I'll just text Dave real quick and be like, hey, what should I do for this? So I think people really value that relationship, and I think that I think like the environment we provide here is all encompassing. We want to help you as much as we can. Um, I found that. I didn't need to market a lot because my niche, I guess, niche is, uh, <laughs> again, um, my niche is very close connected. So gymnasts talk, they see each other, like gymnasts competing, competing with each other and come to champion and see, oh, hey, like, I didn't know you come here and word kind of spreads. So good yeah. service, be available. Makes sense. Don't kill anybody. So, Tony, you're in a cash-based service too. Yeah. This isn't just physical therapy. I mean, or, or hugs. I'll take a so. hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> That'll be 25. Oh, just, um, how do you like it? I, um, well, I've been in the industry for about 14 years. <laughs> exactly. So, you don't uh, and, and honestly, like, when I was at Crescent Sports Performance, we had intern classes come in, three intern classes a year. And almost inevitably, they would be like, how do I get to where you are today? And I'm like, I'm in year 13, 14, and I feel like I'm only now just starting to get it. Um, but really, it is, you, you got to be good at what you do. Um, you know, I think... You know, I, I write individualized programming. I do thorough assessments. I, I talk movies. I treat people like human beings. I, I, don't, I don't see them as like, just like a number to get through the door. And the business model here very well. Like, you guys spend time with your clients. It's, it isn't just like 10 minutes and gone. Like, you know, that, people respond to that. And they get results. And that, that is your marketing. Like, you get people results. You get them out of pain. You get them throwing harder. You get them lifting more weight. Like, they're, they're when the topic of... Hey, where do I go to get X results? They're going to say, "Hey, my guy is pretty good. That his team is pretty good." Um, I mean, yeah, we, we live in an age where social media is kind of a thing. Well, it's a very big thing. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like people gravitate to that right out of the gate when it is a little bit more organic, where um, right. you, you get people results and you you know. That is, it's, really, it's really a very unsexy yeah. answer. I apologize. Yeah. But. I, well, I agree. It's not, it's not marketing. It's yeah. unmarketing. Isn't that a book? It's not marketing. It's about, it's about doing the right thing, I guess. But. Yeah. All right, Nick, right. What's, what's our third one? Last one. Christine from Maryland asked, NC, NSCA, CSCS, or NASM, PES? Ooh, okay. Which certification right. would you recommend, or is better, investment? All right, so N- NSCA versus NASM for certification. Battle, battle here. Let's do, um, <laughs> who's what here? Tony, what are you? Uh, I'm CSCS. I'm soon to be. What's CSCS. I'm CSCS. I think we're all well. CSCS. I'm, I'm a CSCS. CSCS. I'm, CSCS. I'm, a C- I'm actually both. Uh, I have, uh, I'm the, whatever, the performance. I don't even know what they are. Technically, I started as a CPT. Like, I got a CPT. I'm an LOL. What's that? Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And CPT is through the through NSCA. The NSCA. Yeah, yeah. I guess. And then you yeah. went to CSCS. Yeah. Yeah. And so I actually have them both. I've actually been through both of them. So 
correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like the golds, they're all awesome, mm-hmm. and I think they're both great options. We should say that. The gold standard, I think, tends to be the CSCS. I don't know if that's still true. Yeah, it was when I was in college. We were all. But also, I think it depends if, like, I, I, if you're not going, I feel like if you're not going to be working with athletes, then it's kind of a moot point. Right. Uh, I think that's what the CSCS is kind of catered a little bit for high performance athletic types. Right. Um, I mean, I started CPT out of the gate. I was that for five years before I got my CSCS. My new was going to be working with more athletes, and I did fine. Like, right, people. Still read my stuff, got coached by me. I still did work with athletes, even though I wasn't a CSCS. But right. I figured it, it definitely helps to have those letters next to your name when you know you're going to be working with an athletic population because they know that yeah. that's kind of what to look for. That makes so, yeah, that's a good point. The CSCS is definitely more well known. Right. Sure, that's a good point. Uh, um, that's a good point. So me going through NASM's stuff, make sure I got those letters right. Um, I, I, I would say they're, what they're good at is going, like, so I did the performance enhancement specialist and the corrective exercise specialist. So just right there, that's a little niche right? Like, they kind of, it's, like, it's almost like those are additional things. So um, I think NASM's fine, too, and I think it's, get, it's definitely getting well done. Um, it's, they're both going to prepare you to do a very good job. I think that's a good way of saying it. So, I mean, definitely pros, pros and cons to both. And then, you know, I, I don't think... I guess I don't know if either of them are necessarily going to give you the magic of. It's just of, more rigorous. Like I feel yeah. like like NSCA requires a degree mm. to even take the test. That's a good point. Um, which you know, as opposed to just taking a weekend course somewhere on on the internet. Right. Um, so there's a little there's a, a higher barrier to entry with those types of certifications compared to a lot of other ones that people get. Yeah, it makes um, sense. But yeah. yeah. So like oh, that. Yeah. I don't think you can go wrong with either one. Yeah. I think you just need to cater it to. The demographic you know that you're going to be working with, and how what will be the better fit. Well said. So, awesome. Boom. <laughs> well, nailed it. Thank you guys, and thank you to Tony Gentlecore, everyone. Great round of applause, yeah, everybody. Thank you. Good. Thank you to Tony for joining us on uh, on this week's episode. So, uh, join us. Keep asking us some great questions. Uh, MikeReynolds.com and, and and send us your stuff. Click on the podcast link, and um, and and hopefully we'll keep doing this and doing some good episodes. So, thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeReynolds.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeReynolds.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.